Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome inside another edition of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. John Ledyard and Trevor Sycamore with you guys on a beautiful Wednesday morning. We're both heading to training camp later, so this pod's going to come to you uh, a little bit earlier than we typically do. Um, I'm heading over to Steelers training camp. Trevor's heading down to Bucks training camp, and he's on the you're, you're mobile right now, correct, Trevor? I am. I am. I went mobile. There we go. Uh, but it sounds it sounds good so far. Yeah, sometimes it's like hitting all the potholes and everything. But today sounds good. Um, <laughs> hey, you can take that. You can thank that city of Tampa road road yes. system for that. I guess. Big props to them. We're in a smooth spot right now. We need so. to see if they want to sponsor the podcast. That's the next step, yeah. I think, logically. <laughs> hey, you guys do such a great job with the roads. We were wondering <laughs> if you wanted to sponsor the Locked On NFL Draft mobile podcast. <laughs> We're not going to have that option up here because the road's up here. Dear Lord, if you've driven in Pennsylvania, you know. You know exactly what I mean. Um, we're looking back at the 2013 draft today. The epic fail of a draft, I guess, is how some people would would phrase it. Um, we didn't. I didn't scout this draft. Did you scout the, I, a couple players? Like, I knew college football. I knew a couple players. Um, I was high on a couple players here and there, but overall I didn't like get into this class in depth. I was one year out of school. I was working, um, somewhere else full time and I just didn't have the time or energy to commit to doing it at that point. So I didn't look at this class in depth. Did you look at it in depth? Well, just so the listeners know, I mean, John just said that he's not committed to this. So any opinions, (laughs) just make sure that you put mine above his, but um, (laughs) no, I, I did a little bit. I started getting into scouting in, um, I think 2011, 2012, and that's when I, you know, I just started writing mock drafts and right. um, ranking players here and there. Not nearly yeah. as in depth as I do it now, but yeah, uh, I did, I did kind of scout this one a little bit. But holy cow, man, this class was bad. Yeah, this, this class was from, and it's weird because it's like the top 32 that ended up getting taken mm-hmm. were so oddly bad or misused in the NFL. And then you go into the second and third round and you find these gems, like these players who are phenomenal now today. Right. So it must be that like, not only did us as like freelance scouters miss the mark, the NFL missed them. Oh too. yeah. So, um, I can't feel too bad about it, but yeah, it's a, it's a rough one. If you just want to start naming them at the top. I mean, Eric Fisher was the first overall pick in this draft, and I think if the rest of the first round wasn't so bad, we might consider him worse than he is. Now, his first two years were bad, but he actually has improved to the point, and I've actually watched some of them. He's improved to the point where now he's like a decent left tackle, and and you can live with that. At the first overall pick, you don't want that, (laughs) but at this point where we're at with the first round because it just goes downhill from here, I think the Chiefs have to be relatively okay with what happened in the 2013 draft. Which is really saying something. Right. And I also know, like, I have a couple of friends who uh, work in Kansas City who have worked and covered the Chiefs before, and we're even covering the Chiefs then. And uh, just, like, low-key under the radar for for a good bit there in the early parts of Eric Fitch's career, they were like, yo, we want to cut this dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He... 
like not only was he not suitable to play, and he played Central Michigan, right? Yeah. So you take a guy from Central Michigan and make him the number one overall pick in the NFL draft just because he showed some athletic traits. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of years, when that happens, you have to be okay with a guy and almost like dealing with him. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like Fisher didn't. Now this is this is from reports that I've heard from friends, but or for that have covered the team. But like it's almost like Fisher kind of like just wanted to quit, like didn't yeah. have the attitude they wanted to right. have. And if you are a small school guy, you have to realize that you are probably <laughs> not going to have success early on in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he was the number one overall pick, and they were teaching him different stuff. And yeah, start right away, and just the way that they were pushing him, I was I was kind of told that he didn't uh didn't react to mm-hmm. that well and so for a couple of years there they were like yo let's dump this dude please mm-hmm. and now he's oh he's like you said he's okay right and uh, uh to say that an okay guy ended up turning up to be one of the better people in the top 10 is is pretty silly right i mean the next two picks luke jokel uh jacksonville and now where well, he's in seattle maybe he moved to left guard last year it hasn't been pretty at all for him at any position um he's really really struggled the left uh, he was a left tackle out of Texas A&M. Uh, I don't know that Seattle, which has been the worst place in the NFL to develop offensive line talent, is going to be uh, the right fit for him. We'll see. Not a good defensive tackle. Yeah, maybe a little switch in positions. Um, Seattle Deion, going with that one platoon system, that both ways, that train the guys both <laughs> ways. They're going to be ready for it when the NFL bans substitutions like they did in the 30s. Seattle doesn't believe ways. in Seattle's technique. Be ready. Or, they don't believe in technique or positional refinement. They just believe athleticism and size. That's the only Heck thing they yeah. care about. Heck yeah. My kind of team. That's Go right. Hawks. Speaking of that, only a matter of time. Isn't Deion Jordan there too? Oh, my gosh. I think he's I over in like Seattle. That. Is he still hanging like, on? I feel like the the the, the Seahawks player-wise is like Alabama coaching-wise. Does oh, that yeah. make any sense? Like if you're a really good and you got a – big name coach you're going to alabama at some point mm-hmm. if you get fired for being bad or for i don't know just like messing up somewhere i feel like that's the seahawks i know that's the patriots too but the seahawks are kind of taking note and they're like hey yep. hey, remember this guy that was drafted high yeah let's bring him in i mean dr jordan cut from three different teams because he's bad no 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 that's give basically him give him a chance <laughs> that's basically where dr jordan's at at this point i mean i mean he's hanging on to seattle's roster i just looked and he's on the nfl nfi list right now so not even fully healthy, which he hasn't been fully healthy a whole lot. Um, hasn't been impressive when he has been out there. Just a hard guy to assess. But this is where we remember we talked about the other day with uh, those body types, the six six two forty eight. It's it started around this time, right, with Deion Jordan and and then right, even, right. to some extent Barkevius Mingo a couple of picks later. Because then yeah, and then Gregory uh, after that, and there's one other guy I can't. Leonard Floyd probably. Me. Leonard Floyd. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same kind of mold. Yeah. And actually, like, Floyd can play at linebacker, mm-hmm. so he's okay. You know, right, I like Floyd. You're not, okay. Yeah, you're not trying to put him on the edge, go up against the left tackles and mm-hmm. right tackles all the time. But, yeah, um, Lane Johnson was next, I believe. Yep. And he's kind of like at least the guy that's been good. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's a stud. Five and then, yeah, Lane Johnson's a stud. Oh, no, stud. Five, you got Ezekiel Anza. And right. I like Ezekiel Anza. Right. Um, so that those two were okay, but then yeah, yeah Barhevis Mingo, Jonathan Cooper, Tavon Austin, D. Milner, and Chance Warmack were the rest of the top ten, and it's like <laughs> what? What? Like, dude, that's D. Milner's not in the league, right? Jonathan no, Cooper's uh, in. I don't know. I, I don't think he is. I don't know okay, all right. Barkevius Mingo. I don't know. I'm trying to think if Barkevius Mingo is still in the league somewhere. I'll type in while we're talking, but 
he was another one of those long, lanky pass rushers. Yeah, Barkevius Mingo is trying to get a roster spot with the Colts. Colts. We should revisit this, honestly, right before the season starts, after final cuts, because there's an outside. I mean, Deion Jordan might not make a roster. Barkevius Mingo might not make a roster. Jonathan Cooper probably makes a roster in Dallas, but he's going to be like their seventh or eighth offensive lineman. D. Milliner, I don't think, is in the league. Where's Chance Warmack at now? I'm trying to remember where he's at right now. I don't. It's it's a. I mean, the top ten. You could have four or five of them. Uh, Warmack's in Philly. You could have four or five of these guys not even on a team at that point. Uh, Basically, like on a roster. Yeah. yeah. I mean, DJ not- Fluker uh, was the eleventh pick, and he's hanging on somewhere, right? Giants. Yes, 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 yes. DJ Fluker somewhere. He's got to be. Um, I'm trying to think yeah, who. It's, it's- guys that made their second contract. Eric Fisher got re-signed. Lane Johnson, Ziggy Ansah, those those were the best two picks in the first round for sure. Uh, funny story, they, funny story about Barkevius Mingo, um, and maybe you could scroll the list and see where they are for us. So like Sam Montgomery was the other kind of pass rusher edge mm-hmm. guy who was coming out that year, and they were both from LSU. Sorry, I meant to say both from LSU, mm-hmm. and they had a bet with each other who was going to go higher in the draft, and like. It was like $10,000 or something. Like what? It was a lot of money. Like, who was going to go higher in the draft? They bet each other. And Mingo goes, what did he go? Sixth. Uh, Mingo goes sixth, and Sam Montgomery goes, like, day three. <laughs> like he wasn't <laughs> I don't even, even know who close. Sam Montgomery is. You don't know who that is? No, nah, right, I don't remember up. him. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to scroll down and see where he went. Where did Sam Montgomery go? That's amazing. Because yeah, it was it was a – when I read that story, it was a significant amount of money. He went third round. He was the third to last pick of the third round, so he almost went day three. What? Did he even make a roster? Probably not. No. <laughs> I don't even remember him. I just because I was big. I was bigger into college football then. So when I when yeah. you know, I just knew the LSU. I knew a lot of the LSU guys because um, they were SEC. Because I watch a lot of SEC games, but uh, down here in the South. Um, <laughs> But so yeah, I just I remember that I remember that story, and that'll that'll always make me laugh. <laughs> one guy went six overall, and one went ninety five. Oh wow! Okay, here we go. Sam Montgomery. The Texans released Montgomery in two thousand thirteen, a couple a couple months after they picked him in the third round, along yeah. with two other players for unspecified violation of team rules. And then the Raiders signed him uh, later in December of that year, and he was released a couple days, three days later. And then he signed with the Bengals. And was released a couple months later, or signed to their practice squad, and then he was he was released by them in 2015, and that was the last we've heard of him. So you never. So I don't. Never I don't. Played. I don't know how far you went down the list, but are we at DJ Hayden yet? <laughs> We're at DJ Fluker and DJ Hayden back to back to bust DJs. I guess Fluker's uh, been okay for for this first round. I mean, hard, I, right. hard to get mad then, about Fluker. <laughs> And then there's Sheldon Richardson and Star Lotulele, yeah. who actually, and Kenny Vaccaro. So those three mm-hmm. right there, solid. Right. Like, I know the Jets are trying to dump Richardson because the Jets are dumb. Mm-hmm. But, like, as players, right. I think those guys have been studs. Right. And then we get into the first quarterback. Yeah. Your boy. Oh, my goodness. Boy. I just said that. EJ Manuel. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know why you said my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep that going forever, though. I'm just, anytime EJ Manuel does something. I'm gonna tweet at you and say your boy EJ. He's probably the quarterback. He and he and Logan Thomas were probably the two quarterbacks I was so incredibly low on. I mean, Logan Thomas ended up getting drafted later, but he was getting that big hype for a while. I was like, what? Future tight end, future tight end, yeah. Logan Thomas. Oh my goodness! Oh my. But EJ Manuel, yeah, no thanks. 
He went in the first round. That's still that's always going to be hard for me to understand, man. That's always going to be. I can't even believe that. Um, and then Jarvis Jones. And, and so I told you I didn't watch a ton of these guys coming out. Like, I didn't watch anything. Like, I did a couple mocks, like you said, but just for fun. Like, nothing actually studying these guys. But I knew the Steelers, the Jarvis Jones thing could happen with Pittsburgh. And so I was adamantly opposed to the pick. Because Jarvis Jones testing was just atrocious. Like, right. this is not a guy you wanted to touch in the first round at a position where athleticism matters so, so, so much. So he'll forever be called a bust, but he should have been taken in, like, the fourth round. Like, look at his spider web on mock draftable sometime. He was 6'2", 242. He, his 40-yard dash was a 492. That's in the sixth percentile for edge defenders at 242 like, pounds. He ran I a 492. Like, I feel like what you just said was the story of the – 2013 draft and oh my that was God. that was he got picked here but he should have been picked in the fourth round yeah like, you could put any name in there and it would almost make sense for a lot of them 100 yeah. percent. i mean his vertical jump was 30 and a half inches danny shelton jumped better than that his I mean, broad when, jump was in the 50th percentile that was his best thing he had 11th percentile three cone which matters a ton for edge rushers his 20 yard shuttle was in the first percentile four six nine 20 yard shuttle you could hey. run that right now in your car. Hey, That's how numbers are for was. nerds, man. Numbers are for nerds. I'm a nerd. All right? then. I'm a nerd. Just, then you don't take I'm that profile. Drafting oh. football players and you're Jeez. drafting calculators. <laughs> the 49ers got the worst of the two first round safeties. Then Eric Reed, right in the 18th, in the 18th pick. He's been banged up. He had a good rookie year, but right. it's been all yeah. downhill since then. I actually liked him. I thought he was going to be a good player. I like I've been burnt by LSU safeties, which is why Jamal Adams scares me. LeBron Landry and Eric Reed, I loved. Yeah, Uh-oh. scary. Uh-oh. Don't fail me, Jamal. But then, okay, so like the second half of this draft is way better than the first. Oh, 100%. Kyle Long, Kyle Long, Tyler Eifert, Desmond Trufant, Xavier Rhodes, New Hopkins, all these dudes, Travis Frederick from the Cowboys, and that's when that you know that O-line started yeah. to get really solidified. Like, those dudes were good. Oh, right. Shreve Floyd, too. Shreve was in there. Yeah, Shreve Floyd, uh, unfortunately, uh, he, his career might be over because of injuries, but um, really cry. good player when he was on the field. Oh, cry. He was part of that that, that 2012 Florida team. Yeah. It was my first year that I was at the University of Florida. And now and Dom Easley, too, really dude. Spoiled. I know. Well, Easley's been hurt all the time, man. Right. But when I read that yesterday that he got carted off, I was just like, God. Yeah. He gets hurt all the time, and I hate it for him. Yeah. He's a beast. But. Right. Yeah, he would be awesome if he could just stay healthy. Uh, but be, can't forget Bjorn Werner, right? <laughs> no, I forgot him. Trust me. Uh, so, did, so did the Colts. We tried. <laughs> he's not in the league anymore, I think. I, I'm pretty positive he's not in the league. Um, Florida State kid. Uh, Bjorn Werner, man, what a first-round pick. I remember so, being like, so, what? So <laughs> In the second round, we just got some names here. One, Manti Teo, okay? That's... Man, you skipped right over Corderell Patterson. Well, I know, my boy, but, <laughs> I mean... And Alec not, Ogletree, not, probably the I most overrated so, linebacker so, in the league. I'll tell you, I was so high on Corderell Patterson oh, and no. Robert Woods. Oh, like, no. Those two were my boy. And I'll forever just be like, yo, Robert Woods could be good. Yeah. And so, like, every team he's he goes to, I think he's with... He's with the Rams now. I'm like, what? Robert Woods is their best wide receiver. Like, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still pounding the table for Robert Woods. But yeah, those were, those are my two dudes. And what um, about in Travis Frederick? I mean, the Cowboys taking Travis Frederick was one of the most criticized picks in this draft, and it might have been the best pick in the draft. I mean, he absolutely, absolutely, he might be the best center in the league. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, I, that was a great pick by them. And, you know, you could say what you want about Jerry Jones, and a lot of people think he's a schmuck, but, I mean, yeah, he drafts great. incredibly well. <laughs> they were playing They were playing chess that draft for sure. Yeah. Everybody else was playing backgammon or yeah. whatever. Uh, know, Matt, e- Matt Elam and John Cyprian going back-to-back, last pick in the first round, first pick in the second round, kind of illustrates the point. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Justin Hunter, he's in Steelers camp right now fighting for a, a spot, the 34th overall pick in this draft. Tennessee kid. Got Zach Ertz and Darius Slay in the early in the second round. That was That's not bad. See, okay, then we get to Manti Teo, who oh had this goal of his own. Oh uh, then there's a bunch of dudes that don't matter. Kwan Short. Okay. What about Gino Smith? There you go. Gino doesn't matter, dude. I Jeez. I said I these we are getting about a couple him. guys that don't matter. <laughs> we got to talk about him, though, right? People, oh my saying gosh. That, people saying that Gino's the best quarterback on the Giants. Oh, my need to stop. goodness. And I'm not even an Eli trooper. Jeez. Yeah, that's bad. Um, even but guys I mean, we thought were good in this draft, like Kiko Alonso after his rookie year. They're bad now. I mean, I mean, Kiko's just a mindless tackling machine in in every sense of the phrase. He'll you get know? dominated at the point of attack. Jamie Collins was down in the second round. Le'Veon Bell was down in the second round. Maybe you've heard of him. This second round is where things like Le'Veon Bell, Jamie Collins, uh, you have Eddie Lacy, Travis Kelsey, Tyron Matthew. Like these are all the day two guys. Jordan mm-hmm. Reed. These are all the day two guys. That's like. How did these guys not go top 32 right. and the other dudes did? Tyron so Matthew. Keenan Allen's in here, too, who would be a pro bowler if he could stay healthy. Like, yeah. day three, this day three was really fun. Mm-hmm. Day but, two, you mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, right. day two. Yeah. It was really fun, but it just, you know, for whatever reason. Oh, you got, I'm just looking at the list now. You got the Bengals drafting combine god, Marcus Hunt. <laughs> Marcus Hunt and Bjorn Werner uh, and uh, who's the other edge guy oh the, the edge guys were just terrible the in this class team. oh my gosh like Barkevius Mingo, Deion Jordan, Marcus Hunt and Bjorn Werner I mean Ziggy Ansah looks like a god compared to them Correct. what an yeah. atrocious class the Lions got the Lions definitely made out with that one yeah even much more in this class who people said was going to be like a top 10 pick and then the NFL went nah and now he just, yeah. like, can't play. Dayton Jones was a first-round pick. We skipped right over him. That's freaking absurd. <laughs> he's, like, the fifth-best pass rusher on Green Bay. I, don't, I think he's with Minnesota now. I, I can't even – I don't even – I didn't even know he was a first-round pick. I mean, this is the worst edge draft. Because Edge is my favorite player to scout. I would have pulled my hair out over this draft. I mean – I wonder how you would have been at the time. Yeah, I do too, man. Like he's, this he's, could have been like, the draft that buried me if I fell in love with one of these clowns. Well, every class. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, because like we all get caught up in every class. Sure, you know, right. whether, it's just it's the year that we have. So we would have right. been like, oh, you know, maybe this or that or another, or blah blah blah. But yeah, I've uh, never liked Mingo and Jordan. D- Mingo, Jordan, Jarvis Jones, Bjorn Werner, Dayton Jones. It's bad. And Marcus Hunt, dude. There's a reason why we're going over this class. Oh, it's bad. My word. This could have set the NFL back decades if the next one couple drafts hadn't been great. Oh, what a great, vicious man. draft. I'm trying to find like a late edge rusher that was good. Corey Lemonway. Lemonier or whatever his name is. Uh dude, this there's like nothing. Devin Taylor. Oh, man. Ace Ace Sanders was in this draft. Ace went to my high oh, school. Oh my goodness. Did he? Were you guys yeah. buds? Well, 
Yeah. He went to Manatee High School. Yeah. Which oh, wow. is in Bradenton. That's cool. Were you guys friends? No, not no. at all. Did he pick on you? No. No. Just nothing. <laughs> it was neutral. No, 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 no. It's not the it's not the high school that I went to. It's just the high school that's good in my town. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, John Simon honestly might have been like the best non Ziggy Ansa edge rusher in this draft. John freaking Simon. I mean, I I just looked through the whole class that was drafted, and I mean Ziggy Ansa's the only good one. It was like John Simon and Alex Okafor are the next two. <laughs> Unless I'm missing a name there, I don't know. But yeah, the QBs were funny too. I mean, yeah. you had uh, Manuel, Geno Smith. Um, this is Tyler Wilson from <laughs> Tyler Wilson uh, from, from Arkansas. Arkansas. Matt Barkley, Zach uh, Dysart at a hive, didn't he? Mike Seventh Mike rounder. Glennon, like, Glennon, dude, dude, Mike Glennon. Is Mike pop- Glennon is actually the most successful quarterback. Yep. Out of every single quarterback in this class, and you know why? It's because he never played. Yep. Yep. He and Landry Jones are the best two quarterbacks. If you would have told me Landry Jones would be in the conversation for the best quarterback in this class, I'd have punched you in your face. That's insane. Well, well, well you'd be wrong, but. Uh, I mean, he's horrible, but he's better than Manuel and Geno and Tyler Wilson true. and Dysart and Barkley and Nassib. Mike, and, Glennon's, Mike Glennon's cashing that check, yeah. though. Glennon's probably, yeah, Glennon's probably the best one, but we'll see. I haven't seen Glennon playing forever, but he was okay. he was better than Jones when he did play, so. This year, man, we got that's a good point by you because we've got a big rivalry no one's talking about this year. Glennon's gonna have like five games, right? When before Trubisky takes over. True. And Landry Jones is gonna have five games whenever Ben inevitably gets nicked up like he does every year. <laughs> so we're eventually gonna we're it's gonna this is the year, man, where we decide the king of the two thousand thirteen quarterbacks. Is it Glennon or is it Landry Jones? The Bucks played the the Bucks play the Bears early on this season. No way. Yeah, Glennon's going to be a starter, and they're going to eat that boy alive. Yeah. No Spence is about to eat him up. If you if the Bucks defense is available in free agency on the, your waiver wire for fantasy football, pick them up. Yeah. Pick them up. Well, and one last thing before we wrap up. This running back group looked exciting for like a little while in the, in the NFL, but now it's basically just Le'Veon Bell because – I mean, remember Jonathan Franklin, and then he had to retire early, the fourth-round pick for Green Bay. People were excited about him. Marcus Lattimore was a fourth-round pick. Injuries caused him to retire. Monte Ball was a second-round pick that I liked in college. I was actually kind of burnt on him. He sure. flamed out in Denver quickly. Andre Ellington's been banged up. Joseph Randall got in all that trouble off the field. Well, Denver's, Eddie Lacy Denver's with his weird, weight. Man. Let's, like, C.J. Anderson's been I, – oh, yeah. I think We're when you give C.J. Anderson the ball, he's been fantastic. And oh, then all 100%. of a sudden it's like – it's like, oh, he might not be the guy anymore. I'm like, what are you talking about? What is even, going on in Denver? Where's C.J. Anderson? Was he uh, undrafted? No, 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 no. Not in this draft. Not in oh. this draft. So, no, I was just talking about Denver. Because oh, you were saying, oh, like, okay. Monty Ball and the things in oh, Denver yeah. and blah, 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 all that. Right. I mean, yeah, but that's this running back. I mean, it, unless Eddie Lacy gets it back together, Giovanni Bernard's been hurt significantly towards ACL last year. And then you got Vontez Burfecht trying to take his knee out yesterday yeah. in practice. I mean, it's hostile. All these guys. Did you see that about Perfect? No, what happened? Oh, yeah, when you go through. That was, okay, yeah, we'll end on this note. How stupid is that? Yeah, incredibly. Like, this isn't even a rookie. Yeah. This is a guy who has been on your team for, what, two, three years? And right. you go low at his knees? And he just had surgery. <laughs> Are you stupid? Yeah, it's 
He like, is, though. Just, we know this. Like, can you just not mentally process things? Like, there's two things here. Either, one, Verfick's an idiot, which right. we know he's he made is. a case before for that being the case. <laughs> or, two, he drafted Mixon really early in fantasy football, okay? <laughs> That's it. That's all I've got. Either you're a massive idiot or you're drafted Mixon in fantasy football. Because why the hell are you going low at your running back? Uh... Your own running back! <laughs> Oh, preach it, preach it. Nah, yeah, we know this is perfect. We, at this point, it, we, we shouldn't be surprised, but we still are somehow. I, I don't – He's he he just can't help himself, man. He likes to hurt other people. It's just – it's a problem. Um, this was the draft, though. Running back Hive was out here. Like, people love Joseph Randall. People love Marcus Lattimore. People love Jonathan Franklin. People love Christine Michael, and they still do. He was in this class. Uh Latavius Murray was down there in the sixth round. Spencer Ware was down there in the sixth round. The sixth round of running backs is probably better than the first round. I mean, did any, nobody even went in the first round. Second round was Giovanni Bernard, Eddie Lacy, and Monte Ball, and, and Le'Veon, Le'Veon, I think. right? Yeah. Yeah, and Christine Michael. You could make an argument, if not for Le'Veon, that sixth round might be better, unless Lacy gets it together. Because um, Spencer Ware is going to have a solid season, I think, this year. Um, but, yeah, what a weird... Rex Burkhead, the god, is in the was in the sixth round of this draft. <laughs> Theo Riddick was in the sixth round, who Theo Riddick would be a stud if he could ever stay healthy. Um, there were some players, man. This draft had some players later rounds. Just, just not up top. Not up top, man. Interesting. Interesting class. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have more looks back at, at some of the drafts that we've scouted in the past. We'll get back to criticizing ourselves rather than just ripping on the NFL and any of you draft schmucks out there that had – any of these guys super high. Shame on you. Should have had all the sixth rounders early. Uh, but we'll get back to that um, to, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk more about these prospects and more about uh, draft classes that we've scouted in the past. But for now, baby, make sure you keep it locked right here on Locked On NFL Draft. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old. Soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters. Because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. 